Hello and welcome back to the Spirit-Led Leader Podcast. I am your host, Naisha Sanders, and today I want to share God's story number seven, which is the question of, am I enough? I want to start this episode with asking you a question. Are you questioning if you can bet on yourself and whether what you have to offer and can do is enough? I found myself in this place battling with that question unintentionally. And today I will share my story as a business owner to hopefully help you from sitting in that doubt. Tune in, it's girl time. You are listening to the Spirit Led Leader Podcast, where you will go from being prideful to fruitful, gaining biblical principles that will grow your influence, confidence, and relationship with God. I am your host, Naisha Sanders, the author of The Fruit of a Spirit Led Leader. I am also a wife, mom, and believer in business. Now, turn on that do not disturb, grab your notebook and pen, because it's grow time. Before I start, I think it's only fair to start with the memory that came to my mind as I was preparing to share. And that is when I was younger, and if I'm honest, all throughout my childhood, I would say, I can't. And my mother would always respond with, don't say that. Yes, you can. Then I would pout and do the thing I said I couldn't do. In hindsight, I realized my I can't was actually doubt. It was me letting fear in that one, I had never done it before. And for that reason, it's possible that I won't be able to do it. Two, the uncertainty made me question my ability because I had no evidence that I could and would. And three, it was much easier for me to hedge my bet and say, I can't so that if I actually couldn't, there was no harm or foul. What I didn't realize is that that perspective has been so deeply rooted in me that my first reaction to anything new is I can't. As you know, in business, you experience something new each and every day. So imagine saying to yourself first, Every single time something new presents itself that you can't, without even thinking about it, your first reaction is, I can't, followed with, I don't know how, I've never done this before. Let me just tell you now, it's exhausting and it's a major hit to your confidence, which ultimately makes the recovery time to be courageous and to do it anyhow, even harder. I tell you this because the Holy Spirit revealed to me that this is what I've been doing unintentionally, battling with this question of, am I enough? God began to show me that every time I stopped from presenting the offer or creating one for that matter, that it was me sitting in doubt, thinking they don't want to know this or they're not going to pay for this or at least not this much, or I don't want them to think I'm trying to sell them something. These thoughts simply perpetuate the threat of I can't and therefore I won't. 
it plays over and over in my mind. And what I am now realizing is that it is an old story that has been rooted in me since my childhood. My question to you right now is, what old story are you telling yourself that's stopping you, that's perpetuating the threat, that's keeping you stuck and stagnant? I've come to know that I can't because I'm allowing the enemy in to my head. I'm allowing the enemy to speak lives over my dreams. I'm allowing the enemy to stop me in my tracks with nothing more than just words with thoughts and ideas. No pure evidence that tells me that, no, actually, it is impossible. No, actually, you can't do this. No, actually, you shouldn't pursue this. When I got the revelation that this old script was constantly playing and constantly being rehearsed, I felt in my spirit that it was time. It was time to release the enemy and allowing for him to Keep pressing play on an old story, on an old script, and to allow for God's voice, which is still and quiet, to remain. We can be confident and bold by knowing God has equipped us for such a time as this, and to take notice of the areas where we're not growing or profitable. When we're unprofitable, it's because we've allowed the wrong voice to lead. Titus 3.9 says, but avoid foolish questions, genealogies, and contentions, and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable in vain. When we wallow in foolish questions such as, am I enough? Or genealogies like, no one in my family has ever done this, or this is impossible for me because of my race or gender, or sit in contentions by worrying about what they will say. We are following the world's view and not the kingdom's. John 10.10 says, The thief comes only in order that he may steal and may kill and may destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it abundantly to the full till it overflows. If you are tempted to go back, to revert to a former state that is more settling or a lesser state of your worth, you need to trust God. When we spend time in the word and trust God's wisdom, he will show us the way through or out. Ecclesiastics 2.26 says, For the person who pleases him, God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy. But to the sinner, he gives the work of gathering and heaping up that he may give to one who pleases God. Hebrews 11.6 says, It is impossible to please God without faith. Faith is contingent on love, Galatians 5, 5 through 6, which is a fruit of the spirit. And in Romans 8, 8, it says those who are in the flesh cannot please God. So if we just digest that scripture in Ecclesiastes 2, 26, it says for the person who pleases him, God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy. That means we must take action in pleasing God, which is impossible without faith. And faith is contingent on love, which is fruit. That said, it's important for us to get out of our flesh and to operate by the Holy Spirit. 
Know that God is God and that he wants to partner with us on the mission. Faith comes by hearing and hearing, which means that it's anything that you constantly hear, you develop faith in. So it's so critical for us to be cautious of who we're letting in, who we're letting speak over our lives and into our dreams and and to pursue our endeavors. Who are we believing? The reality is, is we must stay in the word to be able to build our faith in God. To be spirit led, it requires us to abide in the Lord. The elements I've discovered to being spirit led are faith, trust, grace, and the Holy Spirit. These kingdom principles should be our guide. And to break that down just a little bit further so that you can see what it means practically, it's one, follow faith instead of experience. Two, trust instead of hustle. Three, rely on grace instead of grind. Four, sought the Holy Spirit instead of expert blueprints. Right now, it's important for you to take the time to conduct the heart check. Ensure that before you move and or give up, that you examine the vision, the revelation that God has already given you. Understand what your belief around it is. Is it based on your faith or your experience, your effort? Is this a vision requiring you to trust God or to hustle for it? What's your pace? Does getting this done require you to do it by the grace of God or your grind, your guidance? Who are you seeking? Who are you following? Is it coming from the Holy Spirit or is it an expert with a blueprint? You don't have to know all the steps. You just need to know God. Also, you don't have to turn back or revert back because according to Isaiah 30, 21, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. No matter which way you turn, right or left, God will always show you the way. This episode was quick because really, as I started to digest how I was showing up as a business owner and the way in which I was making decisions and pursuing opportunities was based in fear. It's been based in this desire to do all the right things, but not to lean into my trust in God, my faith in God to know that God has already given me grace to do the particular thing that's in front of me and that he is leading me in whatever way that I'm going. The fight has been not to go back. And if I'm honest, from a business perspective, as a business owner, it's much easier to say, you know what? Business is too hard. I'm just going to go back to corporate. When the reality is the same level of intensity, the same level of effort, the same level of believing, the same level of guidance is required. The only difference is, is now I'm positioned to lean into the idea that I am enough. 
that I can pursue the new thing, that I can offer people the solution, that I can show up and be what they need because God sent me. Not because I'm so great, not because I want the praise and because I want the credibility or because I want the platform, but because God placed it on my heart. Because God gave me a divine solution to heal and deliver and help people get whole. So if you're listening to this and you're wondering, Lord, should I continue? How should I move forward? What should I do? You're unintentionally doubting. You're unintentionally waddling in the question of, am I enough? Because the idea here is when you move, no matter which way you move, the Lord will show you the way. He is always behind us, letting us know this is the way. Walk in it. 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 Continue walking. Continue walking. Continue walking. This story is current. And so it's been difficult to really share and be vulnerable because the reality is, is that this is how I'm walking. This is how I am trying to refocus. This is my reality right now. So if you don't take anything else away from this episode, what I pray that you take is that you are already enough. You don't have to go back or revert back or shrink back because the best is in front of you. You don't need the experience. It's great if you have it. God will use it, but it's not the determining factor on whether or not you should move. You may think that I have to hustle. I have to grind. But God's word said that it is those who are sinners who he gives the work of hustle and grind to. The word says, for to the person who pleases him, God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy. But to the sinner, he gives the work of gathering and heaping up that he may then give to the one who pleases him. That means our whole focus should be in pleasing God, which it is impossible to do without faith. So going back to the core concept of this episode, that is, if you want to move forward boldly and confidently and stop asking or sitting in the foolish questions, then you will look at your vision, your revelation with faith. You would approach it with trust. You would do it in grace and you would lean into and be led by the Holy Spirit. I pray that this blesses you and that it encourages you to just keep moving forward. God has called you. God has equipped you. And no matter where you are, whether it's a business owner or a professional or a leader or whatever title you decide to attribute to your work, Just know that God sent you. And when we abide in him and stay in his word, he will give us the wisdom 
and knowledge and joy to do the work. Thank you for listening to the Spirit Led Leader Podcast. Right now, I want to invite you to come alongside me by subscribing to this podcast so that you don't miss the next episode. And for those of you who have already subscribed, thank you. I've gotten vulnerable. Now it's your turn. I want to hear from you. And so here are a couple ways for you to reach out. One, join me in the Spirit Led Leader community on LinkedIn and let me know what you got out of this episode. Two, leave a positive written review if you feel others need to hear this. And three, if you thought this episode was powerful and one you would like to share, please leave a five-star rating and share it. I'm so grateful to host this show and truly excited for what God is going to do in and through us this week. Until next time, keep in step and know that God's got you, therefore you got it.